Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Week 10 waiver wire. The NFL is absolutely nuts. We're naming high school football coaches with a 3-7 and seven record as NFL head coaches now with Jeff Saturday. But before we get into all that, it's the waiver wire column. My name is Hayden Winks. We have Sosa on board here to go over his week 10 waiver wire column. And I agree the cover image should be Jeff Wilson. Tell me about it. Yeah, so I think Jeff Wilson's easily the best ad of the week, right? We're talking about a guy that got traded last week to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, we talked about it on the Sunday show, you guys specifically, that he could be in line for a immediate workload. And it looks like he is that guy already. And we shouldn't be shocked. This is a small transition for him, right? We're talking about Mike, Mike McDaniel, a former uh, 49ers guy. So similar offense. Wilson obviously picked it up quickly. And right from the get-go, he looks like he could be the running back one there. Now, I will preface this by saying, I think regardless of who starts, they will split the work between Mostert and Wilson. But... At the end of the day, I think both guys are going to be viable flex options for the rest of the season. Uh, we are talking about, you know, if either guy gets hurt, obviously another, uh, you know, could be in line for an RB2 season. Uh, but it looks like Wilson might even be the the lead guy. And I think at best, we're talking about maybe a 60-40 split. At worst, probably a 50-50 split here. So definitely a worthwhile ad right now. And also just a good player. Yeah, I think that this shouldn't be a surprise at all. Just I think this offense historically wants to have two running backs in the mix. And I think that Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson complement each other just enough. What happened last week is Raheem Mostert starts. He plays a two-minute drill, closes out the game even, but Jeff Wilson's mixing in throughout the game. That's how they end up with even snaps. I'm not sure if there's going to be drastic differences when it comes to like who's getting the goal line touches. My lean is that uh, Raheem Mostert's probably going to keep the two-minute drill back. But at the end of the day, I'll be ranking these backs somewhere near RB 25 ish kind of close together until we get some more data, but definitely very encouraging for Jeff Wilson for his debut to match uh, Raheem Mostert out there. So I agree. He should be the, the number one waiver wire out of the week. I wouldn't get too crazy with this, but he'll probably be an RB three with some boom weeks, depending on who kind of rides that hot hand. We know that this dolphins offense is going to be pretty legit. Uh, number two, Free agent time. Odell Beckham, we're starting to get some serious news now that Odell is close to sign and kind of some mixed reports of how close he is to being ready to play. Uh, one reporter thinks that it could be this week. Uh, other reporters and kind of the initial timeline is like after Thanksgiving, ramp him up in December, get ready for the NFL playoffs. We know he's going to be signing with a, con- a contender. Do you have a lean on which contender that will be? And then number two is how fantasy viable do you think Odell will be down the stretch? 
Yeah, I mean, it's an interest, interesting discussion. Is he going to kind of, you know, mail it in for this year and go chase another ring this year? Uh, and if that's the case, then obviously Buffalo would be a good option. Kansas City seems like, uh, you know, they're going to be in on it. Green Bay, obviously, they're going to be desperate for a receiver. You look at Romeo Dobbs, he's got a high ankle sprain. He's going to be out for a little while. So uh, I think those are the contender options. I still won't rule the Rams out. I think he's looking for a Michael Gallup-style deal. That's what they reported. Uh, and he wants a home for the next couple of years, it seems like. So the Rams are still an option and obviously not a great offense in general. But they could use a player like him. You look back to last year, he joins the team uh, and plays his first game in Week 10. He's obviously catching up the scheme, the playbook, uh, the chemistry with his new quarterback in the offense. And yet still, out of those eight regular season games, five times, He's putting up double-digit fantasy points. We're talking about in borderline elite style receiver here. Of course, another torn ACL now added to the mix, but still a really good football player. I think obviously it depends on where he lands, but still uh, we're definitely looking at a guy. I think that at worst is probably going to be a wide receiver three, could have wide receiver two upside, really just depends on how quick he can get caught up, how much explosion uh, he's still got in his game. But uh, you're talking about a guy that is widely available. I definitely think it's worth rostering him, even if he doesn't play for another few weeks. It could be, you know, a nice little bump going into the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, I think if you sign him right now in fantasy and then he signs to a contender, you might be able to even flip him to another one of your league mates that gets probably too bullish on this. My best guess is going to be the Cowboys. I've seen them link to it. I think they need another wide receiver three now that Noah Brown has kind of cooled off. We know that they're looking for like kind of a Mari Cooper type of replacement here. And I think that that would qualify as a contender uh, in Dallas. They have some some money to spend after not spending that money on Amari Cooper. Um, so that's going to be my best guess. I think that he'll probably be a better real-life play, probably a play for the fantasy playoffs. We have uh, NFL playoff best ball contest on Underdog Fantasy right now. Promo code the show will match your deposit up to $100, where you can draft right now. And the only points you're getting is for the NFL playoffs. This this kind of wacky game. I think Odell Beckham would be like a good selection in that because we know he's going to be starting. He should be at full health. I'll probably call. He's probably going to be a bench play. Maybe you're hoping for a flex down the stretch, but nonetheless, interesting. And I think that he could be somebody that you could trade if you grab him on waivers right now. I don't think anybody's going to be grabbing him too much. I think we're like a week early, which is definitely smart. Uh, up next, kind of getting ahead of things as well. Your next two names: Elijah Mitchell, J.K. Dobbins. Obviously, both are injured. Um, they're not going to have like uh, RB2 value when they do come back from injury, but there are paths to some big weeks. Yeah, like you mentioned, both currently injured. Uh, Elijah Mitchell sounds like he'll be able to play in the next game for the 49ers coming off of IR. Hasn't played since week one, so it's been a long time, and he's not returning to that number one running back role. So like you mentioned, probably not a starter right now, but I do think uh, you're still looking at a guy that will mix in, and I think they will scale back McCaffrey's workload maybe a little bit just to try and preserve him throughout the rest of the season. And obviously an elite handcuff option. There's no doubt about that. If you know McCaffrey does get hurt at some point, you're looking at a guy that is going to be the number one running back again and obviously has a ton of value in that role. Uh, and we know that McCaffrey definitely is susceptible to that kind of stuff. So definitely a huge ad there trying to get ahead uh, of the, the pecking order here. And then Dobbins, similar situation. He probably will return back to that number one role. I'm not 100% certain how big it'll be with Gus Edwards in that picture now. Justice Hill, Kenyon Drake, all these guys. So that one's a little bit more jumbled, but definitely I think worth the dart throw. If you got an option, I don't think both should be available. I would lean Mitchell, but I think both are kind of similar spots here. Yeah, I agree. I would be leaning Elijah Mitchell. J.K. Dobbins, I have like legit concerns about how he's just going to hold up in the NFL at this point. Uh, a couple yep. other names, rapid fire. Chuba Hubbard uh, from the Panthers. We saw Deonta Foreman. He, his role kind of got rugged after 
really bad game script. He's going to be a positive game script back. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, uh, before he got hurt, he was going to be kind of the passing down back. I think he's a deeper league bench to hold. Alexander Madison, I always think, rostered him no matter what. We know that the Vikings are good. If Dalvin Cook misses time, this one's pretty straightforward. I think he should be rostered everywhere. Now we get into the Colts uh, with the Jeff Saturday Colts now. Uh, Jordan <laughs> Wilkins is number seven on your list. I noticed the same thing that you did, that he was playing ahead of Philip Lindsay and more importantly, Jonathan Taylor. Now that they're officially tanking, I don't think they're going to rush him back. I actually can even see, remember Joe Mixon with the Bengals when that season was falling apart and they really held him out. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they just try to get Jonathan Taylor fully healthy before he comes back and then Deion Jackson suffers an injury. So I think this is the sneakiest play and I'm very glad that you wrote him up. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting backfield right now. We're talking about Jonathan Taylor's hurt. You make a really good point. No reason to rush him back now, to be quite honest with you. And Deion Jackson now also gets hurt. We don't know the severity of the injury just yet. When you're watching this, you might know. So uh, with that being said, you know, without the the benefit of hindsight, I lean Wilkins. I think he's going to be the passing game back uh, throughout the next few weeks. If those guys aren't available, uh, obviously a team that's going to be trailing a lot. They're not very good. They're probably not going to be in the red zone very often. So there should be plenty of value when it comes to you know half point full point ppr formats here especially for wilkins and then zach moss the name i have right after him yep. probably gonna be the early down guy i think they'll maybe split work if if of course those other two are injured and there's definitely some utility there as well i just tend to lean with uh the game script version here and i think you know the colts are probably going to be trailing fairly often so uh sneaky add in he should be available pretty much everywhere so uh, another great one, Isaiah Spiller was playing over Sony Michelle last week. Sony Michelle had a brutal drop, has not been very good this year. Isaiah Spiller is Austin Eckler's current insurance play now. Josh Kelly is expected back this season, and he was playing ahead of Isaiah Spiller. But Isaiah Spiller is the rookie. Uh, we'll see what's going to happen. But I think in a deeper league, just in case Austin Eckler gets hurt, uh, I do think that he is interesting. Uh, Terrace Marshall, full-time player at this point. Uh, just really how involved do you want to get with the Panthers offense, but you could do worse yeah. officially. Um, kind of like reminds me of like Khalif Raymond, like Josh Reynolds, like the offense is boom bust. They're not like huge target earners, but at this point you, you just want players on the field and Terrace Marshall officially has that. Yep. Uh, pure volume play at this point in time, uh, just quarterback questions. I don't know if they're going to go with Mayfield. Now, if they're going to go with Sam Darnold, who just got activated to the 53 man roster, are they going to go back to PJ Walker? Definitely not, you know, too crazy about adding anyone on the Panthers offense, but I think at some point you got to go with the volume play uh, Marshall. I'm sort of treating him like a rookie, you know, that second half of that rookie season where he might get a little bit of a bump. It seems like he's getting that uh, seems to be getting more comfortable with the NFL game. So a player that might be worth the ad at this point. And I know some of you guys are watching this on Tuesday, but as a reminder, Underdog Fantasy, we have the Pick'em Lobby. Uh, you can see hires and lowers for a bunch of these categories. There's a couple names that are kind of interesting, uh, like Kenyon Drake, for example, uh, projected for 11 and a half fantasy points. You could do worse. I think that he is worth a speculative ad. Uh, even if you're not going to be starting and just throw him on your bench, if he has a huge game, there's be some trade value. Same thing with Isaiah, likely 10.1 uh, expected fantasy points from him tonight as well if you have mark andrews or some somebody else uh, i think that isaiah likely is definitely worth plugging in and i think that there's a chance if mark andrews has to miss another week that isaiah likely i think will be ranking him as a top five uh tight end down the stretch so um check out the pick and lobby always use promo code the show will match your deposit up to a hundred dollars go read underdog network that's where sosa's waiver wire column is i have rankings i have a bunch of other stuff on there and follow the nfl news account we'll probably get some more head coaching head coaching news over the next couple of weeks definitely lots of injuries to report and especially now that all these teams are on by 
every single injury really matters now. So, so, so thanks for doing this. Uh, we'll be back next Monday. Uh, see you guys then.